My dad is dead. He died three years ago. I miss him and I wish he hadn't died. But he's also not dead and the previous three sentences are all lies. He's dead because he died on the 31st of January 2014. It's a recorded fact and you can find it on the internet. He was a poet, not famous, but known to some people, with his name on books you can buy. I have a receipt for his death certificate in a brown box made to look like an old-fashioned book in the top drawer of my desk. The receipt is small and green, and it was signed by a man who believed himself witty. But he's also not dead, because I saw him this morning, waiting at a bus stop, and he gave me a wave. And so, though he's dead, and I can't call him up, sometimes I'm walking a long way, and it's exactly what I do. His voice is the only right thing for that walk, and he knows exactly what I've called him for, and he's expecting me. He's still on my phone's list of favourite numbers, so I can call him with one click, one press of the thumb, if I want to. But he's dead, and nobody answers. For once in a letter addressed from the mountains of somewhere I'd never been, in the blue ink of his heavy pen, he wrote, I talk to you, but without a telephone line, the words tend to go astray. And it's like when I was a child and didn't hear from him for months. I don't believe that because he doesn't answer, it means he isn't speaking to me. It seems that he must be dead because he doesn't know anything about my life now. People with living dads have conversations in real time. Discussions about work and tube strikes and retirement plans. When someone says to me they're going to see their dad, a hollowness escapes invisibly in my chest and I can't say anything like, Oh yeah, dads, those old guys, all bad jokes and struggling with the internet. I can only say disturbing things like, Yeah, well, just wait. When they die, the jokes get worse. I can't talk to him about the plans I've made, the health issues I've had, the relationships I've cherished and destroyed. He doesn't know the books I've read, so we never had a chance to talk about important things like Maurice Blanchot or Lydia Davis or the battered copy of Conversations with Carl Jung. I stole from the bottom shelf of his room when no one was looking and the way a mind smashes open like a gas canister or a supernova flaming out into the world when a person dies and you can't see them anymore. How time opens up like a giant's mouth and swallows something you didn't know you had. And you didn't know what it was, so haven't got the words to ask for it back. And that I got pregnant. And the mad shock of elections around the world. And what he thinks of the EU or Theresa May or Donald Trump. In fact, we never talked about politics at all. My dad is dead because he doesn't know anything about 2017 or 2016 or 2015 or most of 2014. But he's also not dead, because nothing has changed. I never would have talked to him about these things. He left when I was a baby, and didn't visit all that much. When he did visit, he was easily bored, and didn't like to talk about what he called personal matters. So we wouldn't have discussed work or my prickling anxiety, heaving overdraft, redundant boyfriends, abortion. I wouldn't have known about the giant's mouth, and I couldn't have guessed what edifying things he would have said about Trump. We didn't talk about such things. We talked about space-time and DNA and words he made up like presuppositionology, the study of what people presuppose, and the first ever life forms on the planet. Chemolithoautotrophic hyperthermophiles, he says. Say it again. Try again, slowly now, once more. 
the majesty of aphids and the psychoactive quality of conversation, whether or not two people could ever be said to know each other. He's not dead because we're still having these conversations, as I have the notes and letters he wrote as addendum, can open at any time all the footnoted emails he sent. But he's also dead because now I talk to nobody about these things.